on this episode of the Average Sean Podcast, we decided to spend the entire week talking what was an absolutely insane NFL Week 15. Uh, bowl season has started, sure, but this week of games was nutty that we just we had to spend the entire podcast talking about it. So let's get right into it. to another episode of the Average Sean podcast. Uh, normally, especially around this time of year, I think we'd probably be talking a lot of uh, college football, a lot of bowl season, a lot of stuff like that. But Chris, we had one of the craziest weekends in recent memory when it came to NFL. Uh, unfortunately, both of our teams came up on the short end of the stick, but such is the life of being a DMV sports fan. Uh, but yeah, that was insane. How much of it did you catch and how much of it did you enjoy? Uh, well, ooh, enjoy is probably a hard, it's not the right word to use. Um, I mean, the Ravens just flat out sucked. I should be asking you that, sir. You guys uh, had a not so friendly run in with the, uh, the officiating crew late in Sunday night's game. Um, I'm going to be honest. The commies deserve to win that game. Uh, I still don't oh, think no, we did not we put up, we put up twelve points. Like it's, it was nothing special. But you're telling me that that was not pass interference. That was one hundred percent pass inter- pass interference. Okay, sure, that was pass interference. But one play, it, this is this is the thing that so many fans get stuck on while they're doing this. Is is that like that's what they be like? Oh, this one play changed the game. It's like, well, what about all the other plays that you were running that didn't do a damn thing? For the entirety of the game otherwise like what what about those did, did that cost you the game at all because I, I think it did fair fair but i mean hey i think the the sugar coating and not that it's going to make any you know commanders fans feel any better but you guys still have a slim but po- you know a realistic shot at the playoffs you need some things to fall your way now um pretty crazy that three out of the four nfc east teams are probably going to make the playoffs whether or not what order obviously we know the eagles and cowboys are basically locked in where they're at but you know between the two of you there's still the giants and, and commies you know there's still a chance that it kind of goes both ways um I, as for the 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 rest of the weekend obviously the ravens uh, there's the whole fire greg roman thing going on is our offensive scheme an issue yes however can we not place blame on an offensive coordinator? I don't think that that, that, that loss falls solely on him. Um, everyone's like, well, if he had stuck with the run, sure, we might have been able to score another touchdown. But I, I kind of defer to what you just said about the, you know, wa- about Washington, where w- what about the rest of the game, right? Like our offensive line has been fantastic. Um, for all the folks that were like, well, Huntley's, you know, just as good of a quarterback as Lamar. We don't need to pay him as much. You know, let's just go with Huntley next year. That those arguments are out the window. Sean, I think you're trying to say something, but you're yeah, moving. yeah. That that's obviously false. Yes, 100 false. Um, you know, you can say what you want, but you got to be able to win divisional games in December. 
Um, it sucks that Cleveland is still hanging around like very, 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 it's nearly impossible for them to make the playoffs, but given all the off field issues, the fact that they're still hanging around is insane. Um, I mean, Ravens got to win that one flat out, right? Um, this coming week should be in all honesty, a, it, it should be an easy win. Um, obviously we're going up against a rookie quarterback who only has one start underneath his belt and Desmond Ritter, um, I don't know if the Ravens lose. I'm I'm not hitting the SOS button. I'm not hitting the panic button. If we lose on su- Saturday, Sunday, Christmas Day, whatever it's Christmas Eve, Saturday. Um, if we lose against Atlanta, then we have issues. Then I'll be worried. So but, I I hate to do this to you, but I'm actually picking Atlanta to win this game. Why? Honestly, so my caveat is if Lamar plays, I'm picking the Ravens, but. It doesn't sound like he's going to play. The last two games that the Ravens have played have just been so gross on offense. Like, they they haven't really scored a ton. I get that, you know, you talk about Steelers and Browns, divisional rival. Uh, that's two different things compared to, you know, like some random NFC team that you could care less about in the grand scheme of it. But your prime offense is going to be running the ball. Atlanta can also run the ball pretty well. Uh, Baltimore has kind of struggled recently against the run. I think that's advantage Atlanta. Uh, I think that Duvernay going out while he's not the best receiver in the world, just stacks on the, the continuous injuries that are killing the Ravens. I Their passing offense hasn't been the same since Bateman went down. So, Given all that, I just I can't see the Ravens pulling one out. And it's I'm sure part of it's because like I picked them to win the last couple weeks and they burnt me. So if Lamar comes back, I think that like completely changes the dynamic of this whole game. I mean, he's Lamar Jackson. But if he's not playing, I think Tyler Huntley has been proven to be like what he is, which is a decent backup quarterback. We still don't really know what Desmond Ritter is. Obviously, he wasn't, you know, the highest pedigree guy coming out of college, but could he be somebody like a Derek Carr who wasn't the highest pedigree? Some of it was a knock because of his brother, but even now he still doesn't have the highest pedigree, but the dude wins games. So if Desmond Ritter is like a Derek Carr type, this could be a game that he wins, especially like he's already gotten the first game jitters out of the way. So now he's like, okay, cool. I've experienced this. I've got a week to prep for this. I can go into it, figure out what I need to do, and get the job done. Here's the thing, though. Ravens' defense has looked amazing. Well, the Ravens' defense is also injured to all hell. Like, I'm pretty sure Marcus Peters is out of this game, too. Marcus Peters is out of this game, but, you know, we – I Also, Calais Campbell might be hurt, too. Yeah, you're you're shrugging those off as if those are two no name people. No, I mean I I get that, but even without without both of them on Saturday, our offense our, our defense looked great. I'm not worried about our defense, honestly, at at all. The defense I, after the Miami mishap, whatever week that was, week four, uh, you know I I I really haven't had a concern about the defense. I mean. I am concerned. That that's just where I'm going to put it. I'm I'm concerned to the point where you see them missing the playoffs. 
Okay. They have like a 99% chance or something like that, like mathematically. Right. Um, if Mike White hadn't gotten hurt for the Jets, I would say no. Or sorry, I would say yes. Um, because surprisingly, the Jets record with Mike White, even though he has looked way better than Zach Wilson, it hasn't been that great. But they also lost some key pieces. So if it like, if the Jets were still healthy or at least healthier, I would be concerned because they've proven to be a lot more competent this year than I ever thought they would be. Um, but without them there, I don't really know who else would supplant them. So I'm not super concerned, especially like the other factor this New England. Speaking of crazy, we can go to, we can go to that next. New England fucking blew it. Oh, my. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about the entire Patriots team? Or are we talking about Myers? And also Stevenson. The... Stevenson blew it, too. Yeah. I mean, OK, it was a, a team effort, I guess. We'll say that. I would just like to say whoever that Raiders player was that, that ended up recovering that that turnover. And just absolutely trucked Mac Jones. Hats off. That was that was a pleasant sight to see. It's not every day you see a quarterback just getting absolutely mauled like that in the open field. Totally open field. It's not like this is a pocket collapsing. He just Dude, totally he got, got he got over. shoved through the crust of the earth. Yes. Like there, there is probably still a crater where Chandler Jones did some Jones on Jones crime and just murdered Mac Jones it's okay i'm i'm sure that they would much rather uh i'm sure that that steamrolling did not feel as bad as what the belichick said to them once the doors were shut honestly i don't know what belichick would say to them he's probably so dumbfounded at how dumb of a play that that was that he probably just walked in was like get your shit and get on the plane true I mean, and it makes you wonder, like, and this might have already been answered, but was that whole lateral play that was not actually called correct? That was just no, 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 they no. were just busting that they they were trying to do too much. It, yes, to quote uh, Jacoby Myers, but I think what happened was was I think that Stevenson like got a whole lot further down the field than he ever thought he would be. And at that point, he just, like, turned his brain off because he was like, oh, crap, like, we, we might actually have a chance. Like, I got to do something as opposed to just being like, this whole play was called just so we'd go to overtime. Mm. Let, let me just run out of bounds and take this to overtime. Yeah. I mean, insanity. And then, you know, you flip to the other game in that division and you've got fans throwing ice balls to the point where the ref has to actually give them a warning, which I'm not going to lie, kind of ticked Please. me off a bit. Please yeah. stop throwing this. Can you please stop throwing snowballs? Uh, here's the thing, though. I feel like I think that we're all just enamored by the enigma that is Buffalo. I mean, I, it, it's a it's not really like a cool city. It's just like a blue collar, hard nosed city that has a tragic past to it. So everybody kind of wants that like ultimate redemption for them. Totally. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you think about it. If Ravens fans were throwing snowballs and opposing player uh, opposing players, we wouldn't get a warning. Are you kidding? We would have been – there would have been an instant flag. I feel like there's a little bit of padding going on for Buffalo. Um, I'll be honest. I'm surprised that Miami kept it as close as they did um, and that it was that high scoring in the snow. Um, 
Well, the snow didn't really come until the fourth quarter. But there was still snow in the, in, the, in the stands. Like, it's a cold day. Like, the snow is there. It snowed earlier in the day. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it. But the, the other reason why I don't like it, though, is because if I'm a home team fan, I, like, now I'm sitting there going, like, I got to keep an eye on every single person I see wearing Dolphins gear. Because you get that warning, and all of a sudden, every Miami fan in the stands has just, like, an open season ticket to throw all the snowballs that they want in order to benefit their team. Like, all of a sudden, home field advantage now becomes home field disadvantage. So, I don't know. Let them throw snowballs. It's, you know, we don't get as many uh, snow games as we used to. I mean, they moved that one game out of Buffalo over to Detroit because of weather. So, let, let the fans have their fun, man. It's I get that it's probably ice and it doesn't really feel good, but they're not like, you know, shoving batteries into the snow and like throwing that or anything crazy. Or throwing dildos on the field. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I would much rather a, a frozen ball of water coming at me rather than a frozen cock. I'll, hey, I'll take that all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, and so now it's probably a, a nice little chance for us to uh, – Pause this uh, NFL rant for a nice little weather update. This weekend's games, apparently we're supposed to have like six or seven kickoffs with the actual air temperature below 10 degrees and the wind chills in the negatives um, on Saturday and Sunday combined, which is pretty sick. But, um, you know, it's December football. It's hard nosed. It's cold. You know, guys are going to be rubbing that Vaseline all over their body. Um but you got to love it, right? That just means that the playoffs are near. Um, you got to love cold weather football. And uh, I'm not sure how many snow games we're supposed to get, but I'll take the cold. <laughs> so I I like it to a degree. Um, I don't like it in the fact that it, it makes sense that every game that's being played is being played on Saturday or most every game is being played on Saturday, which is Christmas Eve. Then you get some primetime games that are being played um, on Christmas day. The, the problem that I have with this is they can flex all these games out and everything, but I'd say probably about like week four or five, they could have taken a look at this schedule and been like bucks cards, like Sunday night football on Christmas. That's not a present. That's a lump of coal. Mm. Broncos Rams midday pr- like kind of primetime slot that's also a lump of coal the only good game that's happening on Christmas day is Packers Dolphins and that's still kind of iffy because I'm still not sold on the Packers no I mean no why would you be <laughs> Ra- Raiders Steelers is the primetime slot on Christmas Eve I mean that's just gross mm. I guess maybe you want to give people like, you know, a good excuse to get off the couch, go talk to your family, go have dinner with them, do like all your holiday spirity type stuff. Like, you know, be, be a good person. But for those of us who love being degenerates and doing nothing but watching sports, it's kind of a garbage lineup that they gave us there. It At least force feed us Eagles uh, Cowboys, because at least they're, you know, both kind of good this year. Although, God, the Cowboys, Whew. the, the hey, one. The one time I choose to pick them in this uh, picks league that I'm in, and if, if if the Patriots blew it, the Cowboys just laid over and died. Well, Sean, I, I should take some of that blame. You did ask me. We had a mini conversation about that last week, and I said 
we we were on the same page that the Houston game we thought would have woken the Cowboys up a bit. And early um, on, it looked like it did. Right. And then Trevor Lawrence, who has put together a nice little run here of some, uh, he's turning his season around a bit. Um, and Jacksonville all of a sudden sneaking up. And I believe, you know, I I would imagine it's a long shot, but they still have a slim chance of the playoffs just from looking at the standings a bit. They would basically need to win out and some have some some things go their way. But if Atlanta beats Baltimore this weekend, like you're projecting, I mean things get interesting if they beat the Jets, especially since that right there, that's a huge playoff game. And for you know, implication, I don't think the Jets will make the playoffs personally. No, I think they're done. I would think that Jacksonville has a better shot right now, just the way that they're playing of just winning out, basically. Um I think they were done the moment that Mike White got folded up like a lawn chair. They fought back and they almost had a shot that game. No, but I mean, like the fact that he broke his ribs, like he obviously didn't get medically cleared to play. So I think like this past weekend was a good chance to kind of like right the ship. I feel like ultimately whoever won that Detroit uh, New York game going into it, I thought whoever won that was going to make the playoffs. I thought whoever lost was going to be out. So you're projecting. Detroit to make it. Yeah. And in all honesty, I'd actually, uh, this in, I hope about a year's time is going to feel really weird to say, but I'll be happy if Detroit makes it in over Washington. I'm curious. I mean, I, I'm, I'm cool. If, if in a perfect world, they both make it for me, obviously well, that's not happening. Well, yeah. Cause but... <laughs> I, I don't want the giants to be in there, but I think that, uh, that horse has left the barn. So you don't want Washington to make the playoffs. You want the better. Okay, let, let me no, let me be clear. I want Washington to make the playoffs, but I'm in a peculiar spot because I came into the season saying I wanted Washington to lose every single game possible because Dan Snyder was still the owner of the team. That way, you know, he doesn't he's not super profitable. The other owners try to force him out. I was not expecting Dan Snyder to ever explore the possibility of selling the franchise so now that he is i'm kind of like okay i'm kind of i've still been a fan but i've been a i'm staunchly against my own franchise so that way it can be a better franchise sort of situation almost like a almost like a disappointed parent sort of thing like you're still a fan of your child but you want them to be better so i've just been kind of sitting there going like i'm a fan of you which is why I'm still willing to call you out on your crap. Because if I stopped caring, I'd stop talking about you. Fair. I'm kind of, I'm kind of coming, I'm kind of warming back up to the idea of the franchise again. But I would be lying if I said that one. I'd be lying if I thought that I said the Commanders were a better football team than Detroit. And two. I'd be lying if I said the Commanders were a more fun team to watch. Like, the Lions are fun to watch. The Lions are fun to watch. I mean, I think we all got to see that in primetime on Thanksgiving. They are a fun team to watch. That offense, love their play calling. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to what they do next year with golf. I mean, I think if they make the playoffs, the conversation changes. But They're between a rock and a hard place at that one. Because he's – I think the extra trouble is, like, he's already proven before in the past that he's good enough to get to Super Bowl, and that really throws a curveball into things. 
Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what the money situation is for Detroit, um, but. I, and actually, who's his backup? Do you do you know off the top of your head? No, I don't. I mean, I can look it up while we're doing this. But... I was going to say they don't have like a young gun waiting in in the. No, 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 no. Um, man, yeah, I, I, I don't know what they do. Obviously, he is like the per. Oh boy, you're laughing. It's Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld. There's yeah. a name. He's yeah. Still, I didn't know he was still in the league. Just, neither did I. <laughs> um. So, I mean, safe to say that they they are in the market for a quarterback, you know. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. We can save that for the offseason talk. That that's that's complicated. Right now, they're riding a hot streak. I hope it continues. Who are they playing this week? Lions, they are playing Carolina. The Panthers. All right, that's another uh, should be win. But if they had been playing them last week, I would have been concerned because of what Carolina did to Seattle, but I think their game against uh, Pittsburgh kind of brought them back to to reality. So I'm not as concerned about that game as I would have been last week. I think they can win that game. And I think positioning-wise, I think this is the game that gets Detroit like officially into the playoffs because I think that Washington's going to go to San Francisco and just get their shit kicked up and down the field. I mean, that's safe to say. I mean, uh, it's just hard because it's like Washington's defense could easily be a top five unit, if not higher than that, it, top three in the league. It, it could. Could be. But think about this. On an offensive line, who's the most important person? The left tackle. Trent Williams is their left tackle. I think that it, nobody could ever perfectly quantify how much joy – Trent Williams would get out of just mauling each and every single Washington defender that comes his way. Like, I, I, I think that's the game where Brock Purdy is literally just like, I will never have to worry about looking behind me because Trent Williams is just going to basically go um, Chandler Jones on these guys and just shove them through the face of the earth. So you you don't think that 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 your D line is gonna be get gonna be getting any pressure on Purdy? Uh, I think okay, I think they'll get some because Trent Williams doesn't play the interior of the line. I think Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen are both absolute monsters. But if like Montez Sweat's going up against him, he's gonna be completely neutralized like all all day. I expect nothing out of him. Uh, and I also think that if we could only put, I say we like I'm on the team. Uh, <laughs> if they could only put up twelve points against the Giants. The Giants have nothing because not many teams do on San Francisco's defense. That defense is vicious. It's scary. It's what nightmares are made of. Taylor Heineke is literally sitting here going, uh, guys, you want to go back to Carson for a little bit? I, I could use a break this week. Carson would get hurt again. <laughs> you want to see how uh, how Sammy Boy can do? Let's let's activate him, see what he can do this week. Yeah, no, I, I truly think that they have like the best defense in the league. They are ferocious. Fair. I mean, I, I can't I can't disagree with that. Um, let's see. There were some other wacky things that happened. Um, well, well t- OK, here I'll jump to the one that's the most obvious, because who's been the team that has the best record that everybody is claiming gets absolutely no respect all season long? The Eagles. No. Kansas City. You're disrespecting them right now by doing this. 
Minnesota. Oh, I mean, yeah, because they've flopped <laughs> a few times. That, that dismissive tone in your voice just proves everything that I wanted to prove. They don't because, have the best record in the league. No, I said one of the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but like they they went down oh. 33 to nothing and came back. But the problem is you went down 33 nothing to the Colts. To the Colts. Matt Ryan and and what is it? What's the crazy stat? Obviously Matt Ryan was oh God, playing. He's been a part of so many ugly comebacks, and he's been on the yeah, wrong just side to- of all of them. He is like Mr. Collapse. He's not Mr. Clutch. He's Mr. Collapse. Insanity. How does that – I mean, honestly, at the NFL level, that, that type of collapse should basically be impossible. Yeah, I mean, I know that, like, if you're a true competitor, like, you don't want to walk away from the game with such a nasty taste in your mouth, but – Hmm. You you gotta retire if you're Matt Ryan. Just like that, that's it. Just sorry, I can't do this anymore. All the records I'm setting are all the wrong records. I don't want this anymore. Yeah, and so who do they? I wonder who they start this week. Do they? Go oh, back they're, to they're they're starting Nick Foles. Nick. Oh, that's right. I did see that. Yep. Oh, which speaking of Nick Foles, still He's in the league. Still in the league. Hey, I mean, I'm pretty sure that contract that he signed. That's it. That he signed with Chicago. He's definitely still being paid off of that. Oh, for sure. I feel like half of Chicago's payroll is guys who aren't even on their roster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, so I know a guy who put like 90 bucks in free bets down on Minnesota money line when they were down like 33 nothing or like at a halftime or something. Dude won over 800 bucks. Wow. Off of nothing because they were free bets. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that I would sit there and go like, holy shit, that's really lucky. But when I asked him how much he had put down, his response was, I wasn't counting. And my immediate thought was, you what? <laughs> Excuse you? Mm. There's having a pair on you, and then there's just being stupid. And I'm sorry, but if that was real money that he was putting down, not free bets, I would have been like, sir, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, you got to stop. <laughs> yeah, no. Put the phone down. You've had enough to drink. Um. Also, like, one other little thing, not that it was really much a surprise, because since he's absolutely rolling right now, but Tampa is 6-8 and eight and leads their division. That was an utterly hilarious collapse by them. Like that third quarter was just a comedy of errors on Tampa Bay's part. I could not stop laughing. I mean, I, I wanted Tampa to win that game just because I I need Cincy to lose a game, right? I mean, because the Ravens and Cincy play week 18. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be a big game regardless. Um, but what, what do we think? What, what, what do we think? And I'm going to say – any team that wins the NFC South, what do you think their record's going to be? Will it be eight and nine? Will we get a seven and ten team? I think seven and ten is very reasonable. The only I, problem is I think that Tampa Bay might have like two more divisional games left. Yeah, they've got the Panthers and the Falcons, so they could easily get to eight just because of that. I'm I'm here rooting for a seven and ten finish and to make the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure. That would easily be the first 10 loss team to make the playoffs, right? And they would still get a home game. <laughs> Which is embarrassing. Um, I also I, – I think they'll pick one up this weekend because they're playing Arizona, who's starting Trace McSorley. Hey, no, I mean, McSorley in preseason action did not look that bad for the Ravens. I'm going to no, be flat but out honest with you. But he, it's he did get He did get outplayed by Britt Rippon. 
We're talking about Brett Rippin. Do I need to repeat the name Brett Rippin? <laughs> Nate Sudfeld? <laughs> yeah, so I, I think there's a good chance that Tampa sneaks in at like 9-8 and eight, uh, if they win out, but I could see them losing to the Falcons. I could see them losing to the Panthers. They've already done it against the Panthers, uh, losing to them, that is, and they should have lost to the Falcons. So I don't know. I, I feel like they'll win against the Cardinals, but that's – I feel like at this point the Cardinals are just like one step away from packing it in, which is killing me because I've been stashing DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team all season for this sort of reason, and their mm. team is hot garbage now. So, Yeah, thanks. well, curious to see what they do. I mean, they're locked in with Murray, and then obviously Cliff, Murray basically has to go hand-in-hand hand with Cliff Kingsbury. No, you like, can fire Cliff Kingsbury for sure. Oh yeah, you can. But he Murray, they they signed Murray long term to be in Kingsbury's offense. Uh I don't know about all that. I don't know. The Cardinals are uh, fall from grace. Um, let's see what else. Uh, well, look, were they, they ever really in grace though? Let's let's be honest. I mean, a few years ago they tore up the regular season. Oh yeah, okay, you got me there. Like, I mean, they, they were what thirteen and three, I believe, before we went to. No, I think they started off really well, and then once the new Call of Duty came out, they they tailed off. That's right. I'm bringing that joke back. You, you know for a fact that Kyler has definitely just sat in his house, oh, stare one, at the wall. One, at the wall? No. Stare at the wall. He's staring just, at his computer screen. He's staring at the wall, though, thinking, I could be in the MLB right now. Shit. He's sitting at home going like, hey, I'm injured. I could just stream all day. True. Is that does he really stream that much? Probably not so much now, especially because he's in season and he he's smart enough to know how bad of a look that would be. So I don't think he's actually doing it, but it's fun to make the jokes about it. Oh, totally, totally. Um, yeah. I mean, so I'm looking at the slate. Honestly, I'm pretty intrigued by the Thursday night game this week, even though there's not like major playoff impl- implications. Jacksonville and New York, uh, the Jets are going to be – that should be a hard-fought game. I think you got a hot Jet, uh, Jags team against the uh, Jets team. Too many Jays in this this game. The Jags are hot. The Jets are falling from grace, but we've kind of got like a, a weird situation where the Jets are trying to hold on for dear life for the playoffs. Um, that should be a good game. So I'm taking a look at this list, and I'm trying to think of what the most intriguing game of this week is. And I'm looking at this week and honestly going like, holy crap, these games suck. Uh, yeah. Um, Seattle's Ravens. The city. Falcons, Ravens take the under. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, the only, or not, um, Seattle and Kansas City. The only reason that's going to be interesting is if Kansas City decides to, you know, Stink. screw around and have some fun for a little bit and then take it seriously at the end. Cleveland Saints, the Saints suck. And Cleveland, can anyone really be comfortable cheering for I, I mean I know Cleveland fans do cheer for them but can anyone be totally comfortable with Deshaun Watson still at the helm give us a few years for us to do that thing that NFL fans love to do and just magically forget and move on so I, I need another two to three years before I just kind of remember it but don't really focus on it uh Titans Texans that's gonna be important for me with my fantasy playoffs because I got Derrick Henry in one of the leagues and he usually runs all over the Texans so that's only intriguing to me because, yeah, I have money on the line. Uh, Bengals-Patriots is curious because I'm curious to see what happens with New England, how they come out after last week. But on paper, that's gross. Vikings-Giants, maybe intriguing? 
That one, that one actually might, that might be one of the cleanest played games because both defenses are horrendous. So I think the offenses will look good. Uh, but I think the Vikings will end up pulling that one out because they just kind of seem to have that regular season horseshoe up their ass right now. Um, Bills, Bears. Hmm. Could be interesting. No. I mean, it, it, uh, at this point of the year, I, I want to see good football for both teams to make it interesting. I'm not looking. There's nothing about Chicago that, that is interesting to me. Sure, you could say, I want to see what Justin Fields does, but <sighs> Buffalo's clinched. They really probably do not care. Oh, sure, no, they, they, they care. They want home field they want, advantage. They want home field advantage, of course. But uh, a Bills team playing 75% versus a Bears team playing 100%, I'm still taking the Bills all day, every day. Well, I'm not sure the Bears are playing at 100%, but... To their capacity right now. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. But I also, I still don't think that the Bills are just going to, like, lay over and relax because... I really think that they're going to go into the last few games of the season and until they have that one seed clinched, I think they're going for it because I think that they look at, you know, they had to go to Arrowhead last year. They've already beaten Kansas City once this year. They want to do it again. The best chance to do it is at home where the elements are more than more so than like anywhere else in your favor. Uh, Cleveland might actually be the only other place that kind of rivals that. Well, now that I think about it, Chicago. Uh, okay, yeah, I had to consider teams that have that haven't been in the playoffs in recent years. Chicago, yeah. Chicago didn't come to mind, but um, yeah. So I, I think that they really want the one seed. Uh, I think for them, it's super important. Uh, I think for a team like Kansas City, I think they'd love to have it just to kind of keep Buffalo from having it. Uh, but I don't think they really care about it too much, and then. I think Cincinnati, out of the top three teams in the AFC right now, I think they actually probably care the least about it because they went on the road all last playoffs and made it to the Super Bowl. So they, they're probably looking and going, all right, well, we may not want to, but we can do this again if we have to. We've already done it once. Totally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just need the Ravens to win out. <laughs> and I need Cincy to drop a game. And... Uh, it depends on how how big big of a whooping uh, Belichick gave the Pats this week, but maybe the Pats are the team to do it. I just since he's absolutely rolling right now, they are. I would not want to face them right now. Um, they're I would probably say the hottest team in the whole league besides Detroit. That that's fair. Um, quick note: Eagles Cowboys could be very interesting if Jalen Hurts is healthy, um, and then also. Dolphins Packers could sneakily again still not sold on the Packers, but that could sneaky be the best game of the weekend. Oh, I'm 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 kind of over Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> I mean, so am I. But you gotta I, you gotta take a look at the rest of these matchups and be like, oh god, this might send me to the bathroom to throw up. Oh, nah. That, oh. At least the slate the following week looks a little bit better. I know you know it honestly. We had all this chaos last week. Bills Bengals Monday night is actually a huge win for ESPN. Oh, massive! That game's gonna be money. I mean, yeah, ESPN is just like raking in. But you got that game, then you got the the college football playoff a few days before that, um, which obviously we'll focus on next week. But um, it's kind of weird with the with the holiday falling on a Sunday. 
just the way everything like kind of rolls itself out. Um, next next weekend is going to be crazy sports wise. New Year's Eve weekend leading up with the playoff, and then we got a Sunday full and a Sunday slate. The Monday night Bills Cincy game, like you just said, that's. Whew. And yet, I'm gonna throw out this uh, this unnecessary but totally fun ricochet ricochet shot. We're talking about all this Christmas Day game stuff and everything, and we have yet to talk about the NBA. And that's their biggest day of the year. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, on that note, we're actually, we're kind of coming up on time anyway, so I'm going to really end this on a ricochet shot. Uh, Sorry, NBA. Uh, (laughs) But uh, that's it for this week. Thank you, as always, to everybody for listening. Uh, We appreciate you guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, send us some commentary. Tell us that we're great. Tell us that we suck. I don't really care which. Um, Love you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.